The Leap Foundation proudly presents the Meet the Mentor podcast with New York Times bestselling author, motivational speaker, and celebrity dentist, Dr. Bill Dorfman. Hey, Dr. Bill here. So I'm super excited to introduce you to a friend of mine I met a few years ago, right at the beginning of a career that is about to explode. And um, Taylor Zachar Perez is charming and intelligent and has worked so hard for this, and he'll explain to you what's going on. But for those of you who love watching Netflix, he's going to tell you about a new series. How are you? Hey, I'm great, Dr. Bill. How are you? I'm good. You have to be, like, exploding at the seams. Yeah, I mean, it's been a crazy experience. I mean, I've been waiting for this to come out for almost a year now. I didn't realize how long this stuff takes. Uh, And you know what? It, It literally becomes surreal. I remember when we filmed Extreme Makeover, and it was like the very, very first reality TV show in the beginning of reality TV. So, you know, here I am, Dr. Bill, you know, doing what I always do and blah, blah, blah. All of a sudden this show comes out and literally everywhere I went, I'm in the store, I'm in the gym. I'm like, Dr. Bill, Dr. Bill. It was bizarre. It was really bizarre. So I can't wait till you start experiencing that. But let's just start at the beginning. How'd you even get interested in acting? My gosh, that was so long ago. Um, so my sister, Maria, she was really big in theater when she was younger. Um, she was always singing and dancing and acting. And so one Christmas you know, break, she was doing Annie, which is like a classic um, holiday show. And I think I went to like 25 of her performances. So after like the 25th performance, I was like, okay, you know, this is, this is kind of cool. And then that following summer, um, my mom enrolled uh, the three of us into the summer acting program. And I did like all behind the scenes stuff. So I was doing lights and I was doing um, audio and, you know, just, you know, backstage stuff. And then it slowly started kind of seeping in like, oh, this is fun. I could do that. Um, and so then I just started auditioning on my own at the, uh, the other opera house, like around the corner and just started, started working. So, you know, you start auditioning, but I'm sure you had to have training and coaching and all that. What did that look like for you? Uh, I think training comes in a lot of different forms. Um, you know, growing up, you know, you do high school or community theater, or if you're lucky enough, you know, you have like a coach in Chicago that uh, for me, like that you could, they could go to. Uh, but when I first moved to Los Angeles, I was lucky enough to have a casting director um, that was a friend of my uncle's. And I said, can you just give me a list of people that you trust that you know um, are great? So she gave me a list. I went to about um, four out of five of them. And uh, I landed on Leslie Kahn and Company. And I love Leslie Kahn and Company because she, you know, she teaches most all of her classes. She has a formula for, you know, breaking down, analyzing, and it's, it's a comedy school. So you learn a lot about comedy. And if you can master comedy, you're fine in drama because it's the exact same rules. Um, you just, you know, it, I think it's twice as hard to do comedic work. It's like Shakespeare. Um, and so I was, I was working... Uh, at Leslie Kahn and Company, I became a teaching assistant. You know, she asked me to do that. Uh, and then I went to UCLA, um, where I minored in TV film, uh, but I majored in biochem and Spanish. Those are my, I was kind of nonstop, which was amazing. Um, so I was 
at Leslie's. I was taking these college courses. I was taking these, you know, um, four day, four day intensives with Larry Moss. And, you know, it's really just like asking other actors that are better than you, like, where are you going? What's your, what's your program? How do you stay so um, good? Uh, and so I just never stopped asking questions. So let's talk a little bit about, you know, kind of what led up to where you are right now in your career. Sure. And I always love to ask actors, like, what was your big break? I know what your big break is. I'm not going to blow it. I'm going to let you tell them. <laughs> but let's talk about kind of what you've done to now and then tell them what's sure. coming out on Friday. So I would say it was a long road. Um, so I started in Chicago, uh, acting and modeling. And so when I was like 15, I first started modeling. So I would, you know, leave school early. I have passes from my mom, from the principal. Um, I was actually put on the, um, you know, like some list that the kids that don't show up to school get put on like one more and you're gone. Like you're expelled because I was, I was gone so much working in Chicago. Um, so I worked there for, for many years. And then after I graduated, I moved out to Los Angeles and they hooked me up with another modeling agency. I had some meetings and I was just, I got very lucky because one of my agents kind of sent an email out and said, Hey, I have a manager that's looking for new talent. Are any of you guys interested? And I think I was 18 or 19 at the time. And I was like, heck yeah, like I am, I'm down. So took this meeting. I think I was the only guy that took this meeting um, with this, with this manager, we talked it out and, you know, I will say, I think I was a little too green to start auditioning um, and, and my type got me in the door. My, you know, my type got me into these audition rooms and I learned fast that you can't just be, you know, a handsome guy uh, and work. Like you really need to put in the time. So I enrolled myself in Leslie's. I enrolled myself in Larry Moss. I, I tried to do everything I could, um, you know, rehearsing three hours a day with my, my, my group. Um, and then we had class, you know, once a week, twice a week. And I just kept building and building. And so I would work art department, which was like behind the scenes with my uncle um, on photo shoots and commercials. So that was like my, my day job that funded my dream job. I would go to university. I would, you know, go to half the class, sign in and leave and then get the notes later. And the teachers just wanted to kill me. But, you know, I knew what I wanted to do. And I knew that um, I could do it all. So for years, you know, I worked... Um, tirelessly working um, on the craft of acting, but also on the business side of it and making sure that, you know, I wasn't just putting all my eggs in one basket, you know, getting a degree, um, going to school, um, going to acting class, and also like having a very strong friend group by staying like, super focused. You know, I, I, I didn't uh, give up on fun. You know, it was, I think you still have to have all these experiences as an actor because you pull from them. You know, it's like, it's so easy. Like if, if, if you've never been to a party, how are you going to know what, how to be at a party unless you're playing that character? You know, so you just have to have a life, too, which um, I've had a great life. But but and I guess before oh, we announce what the big break is, <laughs> what what were the projects that you worked on prior to that? I mean, besides school yeah. and this and that and the other thing, like what kind of TV or movie things would some of our students recognize you? So I started my first ever job was on iCarly. And so I don't know, I think the, the age range is uh, what, 15 to 27. So I'm assuming some of you guys have seen iCarly. Uh, and I had this big meaty role in like eight pages on a sitcom. And you know, usually they're like you know, 25, 30 pages. And so, you know, then they go, they're only 22 minutes long. So the day before I was supposed to book it, uh, they were like, 
hey, we're cutting your role. Do you still want to do it? And so they go, you have one line. And I was, I was, you know, I was so sad, but you know, I said, yes, let's do this. So I got to work with Miranda Cosgrove on this multicam, get hit in the face with a lemon and just pass out after I said like, you know, hey, Carly, how's it going? And so that was like my first, my first big moment, you know, for me of like, wow, I'm here, I'm doing this in front of a live studio audience. Uh, then I did ABC Suburgatory. Um, I did, uh, what else did I do? Young and Hungry on ABC Family. I did, oh, I did Cruel Intentions with uh, Sarah Michelle Gellar, which was awesome. It was like the NBC pilot. It, it never wound up going, but it was such a cool, sexy show. Samantha Logan, um, Annie Winters, Taylor John Smith. It was, it was awesome. And then I did this really awesome show that I'm probably none of you have seen. It was on this show called Go 90, uh, the station uh, that Verizon was trying to make big and Michael DeLuca was behind it who does you know 50 shades of gray um and it was about these these guys that are on the guys and gals that are on the the political campaign trail with these to be um you know presidential candidates which was awesome and so I got to learn that's like my first real research project so I got to read you know the boys on the bus fear and loathing um on the campaign trail I got to call actual embeds that's that were awesome. on the Hillary Oh my gosh, Hillary campaign on, you know, on the, you know, the Trump campaign, on uh, McCain campaign, like all of these people that, you know, were living what I was just going to go start doing and living in Iowa and being, you know, Iowa's an important state. So that was, that was probably the most rewarding um, project I did because I also made like really great friends on that. All right. By the way, I've known Carly Chaikin since she was a baby. Her dad, Michael Chaikin, is, uh, is a good friend of mine. He's a doctor in my building here. So I've known her since she was born. Um, All right. So the big break happened. And why don't you tell them what you are going to be part of? And then let's talk about how you got it, because this was not an easy deal. This was two months of solid auditioning and callbacks and auditioning and callbacks. But you won. You got it. So let's tell them what it is. Ready? Go. Uh, The Kissing Booth 2 premieres, and I play Marco the new kid at school who has um, a very interesting relationship with Joey King, who plays Al Evans. Um, so that was, it was quite the journey. Uh, it was my first audition of the year of 2019. And I just got back from uh, traveling South Af- or from Africa. I did Tanzania. I hiked Kilimanjaro for, um, for New Year's, did a, you know, an awesome, uh, like did the Serengeti, Bush plane, went to a wedding in South Africa, came home, had this audition that ultimately I get, I get, and you know, it's back in South Africa. Um, so like, I think it was like January 17th, uh, my manager and agent, you know, and these are the people that get you your appointments, um, sent me this audition as if, you know, any other audition I get. And it said, you know, please submit Eurovision, America, uh, America's Got Talent, American Idol stars or um, contestants. And so automatically, I, I got, you know, pretty well, insecure. Well, wait, I'm explain like, well, why. Because I'm not that. Because you know? this is this is not just an acting gig. You have to sing and dance and all that. So you yeah, know, they were looking for people that were actually known as singers and dancers and whatnot, right? Totally. And so they wanted like this, like the guy. You know, they wanted that rock and roller dancer singer. And so. Um, so this movie isn't, a, I wouldn't call it a musical per se, but it has a lot of musical elements, which makes it so much fun. And if you saw the first one, it's all about DDM, Lee and L, you know, competing on it. And that's kind of like where their friendships um, began. Um, and so 
with this one, uh, they called me in. The first one was just like, a, you know, a two or three scenes. I was there for like 30 minutes. And, you know, the room was full of guys that um, I've seen for years, you know, that are that were from all, you know, Brazil. They're Brazilian. They're Spanish. They're like a lot of foreign actors that I knew from television, uh, which was pretty cool. And I was like, oh, this is awesome. You know, like, I'd be like, I've arrived, you know. <laughs> and uh, so we started with those, those couple scenes. Then I had a director session the next day. And then I had to bring in a song. And then, um, and they asked me to bring, you know, prepare some choreography. And then I had another audition, which was, you know, I sang a couple of songs and we, had a, we talked about more choreography stuff. And then I had one more. And then finally, I had a, a chem read, a chemistry read with Joey King. So that was like the, the thing that sealed the deal. So before, you know, before you get into this chemistry read, they give you like the stack of papers, which is your contract. And they're like, if we like you and we want to go through with this, you have signed over you to us you know <laughs> you are ours if we decide to go with you so a lot of our students that are interested in acting may not really know like what's a chemistry read i mean sure. i know what it is but can you explain it to our students yeah and so um so you know when you talk about um you know oh you guys had great chemistry you know when you're talking in the real world about um you know a couple or a couple to be uh, it's just like that it's like coupling two actors and seeing how they look when you get them on screen and you know they're they're just just the two of them fill up that whole movie theater um and so i was really lucky that i got called in and i was you know well versed with the script um and joey king came in and she was just beautiful and sweet and i remember she had like flowers in her hair and she was she was still growing her hair back from um from the act and she had overalls on and she was just just like a glowing ball of light um and she was just so willing and open to, to playing and, and uh, you know, doing the best job for, for me because, you know, she had the job. She didn't have to be as supportive as she was. And, you know, some actors aren't. So I was very, very lucky. The whole cast was so inviting, but especially Joey. Um, so we were in there. We had, um, I think, some Netflix executives were on the call. We had um, Vince and Michelle from South Africa who were there. You know, they were they were there longer than we were there because they had pre-production. And then we had Gary Zuckerbrod, who was our casting director in there. And, you know, it's, it was just um, a well-concerted moment, everyone taking notes from each other. And it was, um, it was probably my most memorable moment. You know, it was like, that was, that was it. I had no idea. I was on the ABC lot, the, the Disney lot in Burbank. And, you know, it's, it's cool. I remember auditioning for so many projects there, you know, you see the Mickey Mouse ears and, you're like, wow, I can't believe I'm here. And um, it, was, it was a great experience. Dude, I get that. It's really, it's almost surreal, right? You yeah. know, when, uh, when we filmed Extreme Makeover, that was a reality show that was filmed in my office. So, you know, it wasn't such a big deal for me. I'm sitting in my office, the crew's coming in, we're filming. Then when we started filming The Doctors, it's filmed at Paramount. You know, um, right. and you guys uh, that haven't seen or recognized Paramount Studios from uh, there's a Netflix show called Hollywood now that's out. It was all filmed at Paramount. They just made it look like, I think, Ace Studio or something. But it's like for me, I would be busting up because it's like here I am just a dentist walking into Paramount, the most famous studio <laughs> in the world to work. Right. Like I'm going to work. Yeah, it's crazy. Totally. You know, and this is one of the things I love about Leap is sharing stories like yours with our students, because, you know, dreams do come true. 
But they don't just happen by themselves. It's hard work. It's dedication. It's really commitment. And it's not giving up. It's being tenacious. How many years has it taken you to really get to where you are now from the time you really started acting? Uh, I'd say about 10, 10 years of actual pursuit, you know, like professional pursuit. I mean, that's a long time, you know, for yeah. a guy who's a little over 20 years old, right? I mean, it's yeah. almost like half your life. It's crazy. Yeah. And, you know, I think that today's society is so rooted in like immediate and spontaneous gratification, but it takes time to build these things up and to get there. So if you could wave yeah. a magic wand and really say, this is what I want my career to look like in five years. What would that vision look like? Wow. Um, well, I've been writing a lot with my partners, and you know, I really want to get one of those projects made. Um, those excite me. You know, they deal with um, you know former um, you know like childhood trauma, and you know. Um, growing, trying to grow out of it, but like, you know, you bring it all back, you bring it with you into adulthood. So I'm really into exploring that. Um, I, I'm so excited to, to do an action and comedy type of film, you know, just like a high octane thrill, thrilling um, action film, but with tons of comedy. Um, Cause I, that's just one of my favorite things to do um, is comedy with other funny actors because, you know, you just keep building off each other. Um, and I also just want to use this platform for good. You know, I really want to keep advocating for those that don't have a voice and keep interviewing and keep learning. Cause I think we're at a time where, you, you know, you just need to keep educating yourself so you can educate others. Um, and so this world, we can just be just at peace, which is, which is, um, which is tough, but I think it's doable. I agree. If, if I were a young student and I wanted to pursue a career in acting, what would be the advice that you would give to me right now? I would say, put the phone down, sit down, map out what you would like to be, just as you asked me, in five years and how you're going to you know, commit to that. Every year, how are you going to grow and, and keep going back every year and, and doing another five year, another five year, but still assessing that initial five year goal? Um, I would say never stop going to class, never stop coaching, never stop asking questions and, and commit. You know, I, I don't think you have to go to school to be an actor. You know, I love um, I have many friends that went to the Yale School of Drama and, you know, they're, they're a different level of, of um, actor. Um, I know a lot of people that didn't go to school and they're also a different level of actor. You know, it just, it just depends on what is right for you. If you need that strict dedication and at the university level, because you can't really commit to yourself, go to school. But if you can commit to yourself and rely on yourself and, you know, um, and source different friends who, who can help build, you can build each other's careers and write with each other and, and work that, day job to fund your dream job. I say do it um, and never stop having experiences because the more experiences you have, the more human you are. Um, no one wants just a perfect looking person, perfect acting person on TV. You know, you guys love the kissing booth because Al Evans is relatable. You love that Lee Flynn is relatable. Um, you'll love that myself and, um, and Chloe are relatable in the, in the show too. So just never stop learning and always ask questions and, you know, 
I think I think Leap's awesome for this. You know, it's just like it's like a refresher every year to keep re-goal setting. Totally. You know, I've interviewed a lot of young actors and in your profession, probably the hardest thing that every actor has told me to deal with is the rejection. You know, for every, you know, 20 jobs you get, you get one, you know. Yeah. How do you navigate through that? Because, it, it, I mean, it, it's hard. It's hard to be told, no, no, no. I mean, yeah, you get the big But even Anthony Hopkins, probably one of the most famous and successful actors in our life, says to me when he finishes a project, he'll come in and go, Doc, I'm unemployed again. I'm like, and he hates me called Anthony. He wants me called Tony. He's like, I'm like, Tony, you're going to get another job. You never know. You know, I mean, that's a hard thing. How do you deal with that? It is. It's, it's a toughie. But, you know, I surround myself with really good, supportive friends. Um, you know, I have like a, a troop of, of friends that I've had for like the past, you know, I think seven or eight years that, you know, we went to Leslie Khan together. We became TAs together. Um, we are, are 100% um authentic with one another and if if this audition is not working and you're not great in it we're going to tell you we're not we're not going to um you know sometimes you go to a coach you pay them and you're paying them to you know be nice to you and tell you you're good but you really need someone that's blunt you know that that say what they mean but not say it mean to you and you know uh, i i love going to leslie khan i feel like this is a plug for leslie but i just you know i i feel like um i i just succeeded so much there um, because she calls you out on it. She makes you think before every line, every piece of dialogue is said, you know, you're, you're actually having a thought. You're, she's forcing you to have a thought, which is, you know, the inner monologue. But sometimes, like for me, I never understood the inner monologue, but I understood thoughts. I understood like the technical side of saying, what is my thought before this? Sometimes it's very robotic. Um, so I just, I just think hang out with um, optimistic blunt people, um, because I think I'm one of those people that, you know, if, if you ask me for advice, I'm not going to sugarcoat it for you. Um, I'm not going to say it mean, but I'm also like, I'm here to be, you know, the wind beneath your wings and help you succeed. And if you can't deal with it, then maybe you're not cut out for this. It's true. It's hard. I mean, it's hard. I always felt very fortunate because for me, my whole acting career was like a side thing. Like I'm a dentist. You know, yeah. whether I'm on TV yep. or I'm not, I'm still a dentist. But when that's your whole life and your whole being, it's a lot of pressure, man. I, and my hat's off to yeah. you for sticking oh, in thanks. it for 10 years. And I wish you so much success. Um, and we're so Thank excited. You, I will definitely watch this. In, in a parting word, if you have any last word, and not about acting or whatever, just on life. Sure. If you want to give our students any last word on advice for success, let's have it. I think get outside, stop staring at your computer or your TV or your phone and, and just, you know, like walk in the grass, get grounded with the earth and who you are and, and never be ashamed of who you are because that's, that's the, the biggest, the biggest thing in life, right? Is, is like self-acceptance, self-love. And if you can accept yourself and love yourself, you'll go really far and you'll have less insecurities and you'll just keep taking every, um, every barrier down that you think is there and every goal that you set, you're, you're going to do it. 
Wow. Thank you, Taylor. Thank you so much. Thank you for taking the time. Yeah. Again, we wish you all the success in the world. I want all of Likewise. you students to promise to watch the Kissing <laughs> Booth on Netflix, watch the whole season, and <laughs> then write really nice comments on social media so that the network can yes. see what an awesome job he's doing. All nice comments, please. Team Marco only. Team and, Marco um, only. Yeah, Team All Marco right? only. He's going to, he's, I, I read a little bit about what his character is doing. It's going to be really fun. It's going to be fun to watch. All right. Yeah. Hey, Team Marco, thank you so much. Yeah. We're Thanks, over Dr. and Joe. out. To learn more about the Leap Foundation, go to leapfoundation.com or find us on Facebook at facebook.com slash the Leap Foundation, on Instagram at Leap Foundation, and on Twitter at Leap Los Angeles. Listen to the Meet the Mentor podcast with Dr. Bill Dorfman on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Spotify, Stitcher, or wherever you listen to your favorite podcasts. This podcast is a part of the C-Suite Radio Network. For more top business podcasts, visit c-suiteradio.com.